0: Don't allow your feelings to get in the way of what your child needs. Mm-hmm. You know, so just as important as you feeding them good food and mm-hmm. you being in their life and you showing up, their mental health is just as important. And that part really affects their mental health. Yeah. So you have to be open to that and having that conversation. Mm-hmm. And to the fathers, it's like, it's never too late. Like, don't give up until your dying bed. You are that child's father. Yeah. So you should not stop. Wanting to be in that child's life because you never know. There's always these small, intricate moments that can be life changing. So even if that relationship started when that child was 30, Mm. you could have saved him from whatever thoughts he may have had, whatever issues he may have had. That child will need you for the rest of their life. Just because you're an infant up to an adult, I will always love my mom. No matter you never get too old for your parents. You know, so cherishing every time and moment that you have with your parents is important at every stage. So just try and don't stop.
1: Alright y'all, welcome to another episode of the Path to Prosperity Podcast, where we help you make, manage, and you multiply your money. money. I am Ash Cash, the financial motivator, here with Storm Leroy, the employed millionaire, hey, and Marvin Mitchell, Mr. 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 Become, Become Your, your, your Own Bank. Bank, and we got a special, special guest in the special, building, special. Miss Denise the Broker.
2: We're <laughs> from Dubai. Dubai we'll be on yes. the show. So we super excited to have you, Denise. Thank Welcome. You. Denise. The
3: first female on the show. Actually, she
1: is. She is. Oh, this historic. Is
2: the first female on the show. And she sold me this very house that we're in right now. Period. Oh, oh, wow. wow. Yeah. So this history in the making. History, is this y'all. History? history. Y'all
0: know I like to make history. That's All right.
2: <laughs> All <laughs> right. So go ahead. Let us know who is Denise the Broker.
0: Yes, so my name is Denise Williams. You know, a lot of us get caught up in those Instagram hashtags, but I am Denise Williams, born and raised in Hinesville, Georgia, country girl, true Georgia peach. So even though I live internationally, I will never forget my roots. Mm -hmm. Um, Went to college, Valdosta State University, pledged Delta Sigma Theta Sorority Incorporated. Shout mm -hmm. out to my sorority. I am a mother of a beautiful son who is 14, about to be 15. Lord, I can't believe he about to start driving, y'all. This is crazy. high school now? He's going into ninth grade. Okay. Yes, yes. So he has been with me on this entrepreneurial journey for the last 15 years now. Um, I am a real estate broker. Started in Atlanta. Opened my first real estate office in Dubai last year. I'm super excited about being here. I really appreciate yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: That's awesome. So you are, um, you're international. Uh-huh. Now, obviously, you were crushing it in Atlanta. hmm Then you went to Dubai. Yes. Like, I remember the time when you told me you were in Dubai and you said Mm -hmm. you loved it so much. Yeah. I didn't think you were going to like move there. So let me tell you you how that that
0: came to be, because everyone is always so curious. Like, how are you a black woman in Dubai? Like, how do they treat women? You're black. How did you do this? You know, it's so many different. I won't say myths because I think with history, times change, you know, Mm -hmm. people grow, countries grow, they learn, they develop, you know, but I went to Dubai actually the first time because I was invited out by Steve and Marjorie Harvey. I worked with the Steve and Marjorie Harvey Foundation Mm -hmm. and I was invited out to attend their gala and golf tournament for a company they launched in the Middle East called Melt. So they're a little bit ahead of the curb as well, mm. you know, with regard to doing business in the Middle East. So, of course, I flew over. I'm like, who's going to turn that down? You right. know, so had the time of my life. I was supposed to be there for five days. Turn into 30 days. Mm. You remember messaging me like, are you coming home? Yeah, like, yeah, did you yeah, move? Yeah. Like, people were so confused I because it's like, like, what happened? yeah, like yeah. what happened? Shake them picked you up. You know, what's yeah. going on? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, not yet. <laughs> you know, <laughs> um, but yeah. So what made me make the decision to actually start a company there was the fact that I saw so many cranes in the sky. I saw so much development mm-hmm. as a real estate professional, you know, you notice the things that you see or what's in your profession that stand out to you. Most people would just drive by, they're going to see the desert, you know, desert Safari want to see the Burj Khalifa, mm-hmm. et cetera. But for me, I'm like, Oh my gosh, look at this development. You know, I still haven't done most of the tourist things that are in Dubai because mm-hmm. I'm so infatuated with their growth, you right. know? And so when I did further research into the real estate market, I realized that they were emerging in the luxury market. They're number four in the luxury Mm. space. You know, um, in 2021, they sold over 211, 10 million plus dollar properties. Wow. You know what I'm saying? So they're competing with the L.A.s and the Miamis. You know, Atlanta can't touch that that ratio or scale of real estate. And so I was like, you know what? Where are the American realtors? Like, let's dive a little bit deeper. Where are the American realtors that are giving us advice and knowledge and information mm. about conducting business in the Middle East? Because what do most Americans come and do? They come because they want to get on that camel. Right. They come because they want to do dinner in the sky. Yeah, that's all we know. And yeah. they just want to have fun. Mm. But have you thought about how you can diversify your currency? You know, if you see my shirt, it says, I earn currency in different currencies. Mm. You know, so for me, I'm like, let me not just be a consumer over here. Let me find out how they're building wealth. Because that's another thing that we mess up on, especially in our culture. We don't look at how other cultures build wealth. Yeah. We look at the flashy and that gets us. If they see a nice Louis bag, Gucci bag, we're infatuated. Oh, they drive a Rolls Royce. Yeah. We don't really look at how other cultures are actually building wealth. So I'm like, you know, Atlanta is the black Mecca. Yeah. I love Atlanta. I will always love Atlanta for what it has given me and what it's done for my business. But I wanted diversity. I wanted something different. Mm-hmm. I wanted to be able to be in a place where I'm not blending in, but where I'm standing out. We're so focused on how, you know, wanting to be in the in crowd and wanting to be an it girl. I want to be the only. Mm-hmm. I want to be number one. Mm-hmm. You know, all the other stuff is is cute. I'll come back and visit. That's just a flight. But I'm here to make a legacy, a true legacy, stand out and dominate in a new market.
2: And I see that. The very people who I saw as attempted to compete with you Mm -hmm. in Atlanta now attempted to see what you're doing and join forces with you. Oh, gosh. So your your people who were competition, so to speak, not that you were competing, Mm -hmm. they were competing, Your people that were competition have now attempted to turn into friends. Oh, for sure. So why do you think that is?
0: You know, everybody... Once people don't think something can be done until they see it's done, yeah. you know sure. what I'm saying? Yeah. So now uh, it's just like, oh, she has created a pathway. It must be easy. You know, she's mm-hmm. done it so I can do it. Right. That's the mindset of most people, yeah. you know. And so I welcome it because I believe competition is healthy, you know, and I also don't have a scarcity mindset. So what's mm-hmm. for me is for me who want to work like my Personality is not even going to work with every person. Yeah. I wouldn't be able to handle every American interested in Dubai. So it'd be selfish of me to just think about, well, I want to gatekeep, or I don't want anybody else to do it. If you're willing to make that 18 to 20 hour flight and sacrifice leaving your family and everything that you built to go after that dream, I welcome it. Mm. Because the sacrifices that I've made are not for the faint at heart.
1: And 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 that's why I want. I want to talk about that for a second because I know Storm. Has been beating in my head, Pauls mm-hmm. and and every like everybody. He's like, "Yo, I'm not, I'm not living in in, in the United States. I'm moving. I'm going mm-hmm. overseas." Yeah. Um, and even my wife and I, we've always had conversations around, you know, living abroad. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we got two young kids. You have a young kid. Mm-hmm. Like, like, what is what is that? What is that like? Right to literally born and raised in yeah. Georgia. Mm-hmm. Have a you know have your business everything situated here. Yes. Have a child. Your your child. Know, all they know is America. Yes. And to make the decision to say, look, I am going to uproot everything mm-hmm. yeah. and go to a a foreign country. You know nothing about. Mm-hmm. Like what it mentally. Like what what is that Including like? Including the, the son is not like five.
2: Right. Yes. Like, you know, yeah. in high school now. Mm-hmm. So yes.
0: Yeah. So we moved to Dubai when he was thirteen. He's about to be fifteen. Mm-hmm. So for me, it's summed up in one word, and it's vision. Mm. You know, when you have a vision, you have to see it through. Mm. Because if you don't, someone else will. Mm. And so for me, I'm like, you know what, God gave me this vision. Like, it's not that it isn't possible for other Mm. people to have done it. But to see it the way that I've seen it, to be able to execute it the way that I've executed it, to me, it was a purpose. Like, I have a purpose that's bigger than me. You know when you find that thing that just speaks to your heart? Like, I've traveled all around the world. I've studied abroad in China. Mm -hmm. I've studied abroad in Panama. I've visited different countries. Every birthday, I'm in another country. You know what I'm saying? So it's not like I was just so starstruck about being overseas. And I think that happens to a lot of people. You visit one place one time, you're excited because you're a first-time visitor. Mm -hmm. But for me, it was a pulling it was an energy that Dubai gave me that I had not experienced from other places that I have visited. So when I started my company, Williams and Co. International Realty, I always knew that I was going to have an international brand, mm. but I was thinking small. Wait, it In was called inter- Williams and Co. International Realty is my Look company at name that. Mm. from the beginning, from, from the, the start. Beginning. That's why I say Before vision is what it is. Before I was it's international. Spoken. Yes. Before I was international, before I hired my first agent, before y'all knew my name, you know, I was like, I am bigger than where I am. I am not a local brand. I am a global brand.
1: Wow. Wow.
0: (laughs) You know, and so that's why I say vision. So when I saw it, I saw myself. I was like, oh, this is where you want me to go international
2: That's powerful because she set the. It's a framework right mm-hmm. She set the framework mm-hmm. Before it even started Yes. That this is where we're going to be so when that opportunity Came
3: mm-hmm.
2: it wasn't any resistance From you because oh, it was already Within the framework that you set from the Very beginning Absolutely. when you started that's powerful Yes wow. that's a bar
0: Yes. And I felt it I really felt like when I Landed in the airport and I saw all white I felt Something mm. I was just like oh My god what is this place like Lord, did you call me home wait I ain't ready yet you know what I did last night but what was it though last night? <laughs> you know what I did last
2: night I ain't so ready yet
0: put bring me back down wait 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 I didn't live Now. Wow. we'll talk about that offline off but yeah so it was just vision you know and I felt like I'd already have proof of concept it wasn't something yeah. that I just jumped out and did I planned and prepared this for a year prior to moving. So I've taken that flight now over 13 times. Wow! You know, and so I'm committed. Before I moved, I took it three times because I wanted to make sure I wasn't just fantasizing or in the moment. Right. You know, I went there and I did some groundwork before relocating my son. So
2: what was it? I mean, obviously it's a beautiful place. Yeah. Luxury. I've never been before, so mm-hmm. I'm coming to your um, in November. Venue. November right what's the date
0: invest Dubai 2023 is November 29th through December 3rd it will be hosted in Dubai we going yes
2: and um so but what what was it because there's a lot of beautiful places with Mm -hmm. luxury but I I know you are luxury Mm -hmm. so what was it about that place though that just made it stand out from everything else
0: so on top of the luxury lifestyle, it's the benefits of the lifestyle that you can maintain and live outside of America. And I think we've been so spoiled to thinking, like, this is the best place to be until you actually dive deeper. And, like, other countries really have your best interests at heart, from healthcare being inexpensive, from being, you know, the third safest place to live in the world. Yeah. I'm coming from Atlanta, you know mm. what I'm saying? The day before I moved to Dubai, my car was broken into. Mm. Wow. You know what I'm saying? And I saw that as like, "Ah, you saying go. Right. You know, okay. get out of here. Take your yeah. son out of here. Because what I found is that we have all these different podcasts. We have all these different talks about toxic relationships. Mm. But do we really emphasize toxic environments? Mm. Do we think about how your environment is actually keeping you stagnant? Mm. You say, oh, I'm going to leave that guy. I'm going to leave that girl. But sometimes you're just unhappy when you wake up because you don't see water. Sometimes you're unhappy when you wake up because your home feels like It doesn't feel like a home. You know Mm -hmm. what I'm saying? It just feels like an Airbnb. You feel like you don't belong. Or you walk out and you don't find any friends and you're not finding your way and the environment is not helping. You know, a lot of people relocate to Atlanta because they're just like, I want to be a part of the environment. I want to feel that culture because I'm not growing in Nebraska.
2: Wow. You know, I'm not growing in- That's interesting because you're like, I need to get away from Atlanta. Yeah,
0: because I felt like, so the difference for me is I felt like I capped out. Mm. Yep. You know that what I'm saying? Going. I go to these you know, networking events. I've sold you know, some of the most luxurious properties in Atlanta. I've met with the athletes. I've been with the entertainers. And I felt like, okay, there is a cap on my success in this market mm-hmm. at this point. Because we're still in the South. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And I don't have to go any further than that. Yeah. And so when it comes to that, the numbers are the numbers. So let's get into that. The most expensive listing in Atlanta right now is around $20 million. Mm-hmm. $20 million. Mm-hmm. I just mentioned in 2021... You buy, sold over 211 properties, over 10 million. Mm. So that means there's 211 opportunities for sell, me to sell properties mm. at a price point that can change my life. Mm. Wow. So why would I fight 30,000 agents in Atlanta mm. for one $20 million listing? Wow. The numbers are the numbers. It doesn't matter how emotional I am about being in Atlanta. It doesn't matter how many people I love in Atlanta. If I can't reach my financial goals in this market, this environment is toxic to me.
2: Mm. Mm. Wow. So... I love it. So being toxic was less to do Mm -hmm. about the environment, Mm -hmm. but the opportunities of your vision in that environment. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's crazy. So I I
0: want people to think and give more credence to how you wake up. How do you feel? Right. Right. Because sometimes it really is where you are. Why do you think people save all they can yeah. just to go on a two-week vacation mm. to feel different?
2: Mm. Just for a two-week vacation. Just for
0: a two-week vacation. That's,
2: that's, that's all the Why good stuff. Why do you stuff? have to take
0: a break from your house?
2: Right. Mm-hmm. That's all the good stuff. Yeah. Let's talk about some of the challenges and the yeah. obstacles and uh, and, uh and, the, and the things that people don't see, the struggles that mm-hmm. you go through every day, sometimes just... And we haven't really talked about this, but mm-hmm. it has to be a challenge sometimes with sometimes coming back and forth mm-hmm. and, you know, having a, a high school child and like figuring all of that yeah. out. So what, talk, talk about some of those challenges.
0: It's absolutely a challenge. One thing that I knew going into it was that it's obviously an eight to nine hour difference depending on the time of year. Yeah from the U.S. I still have business in the U.S. I still have clients that I service in the U.S. So while other people are sleeping in Dubai, I'm up three, four, five in the morning talking to clients because it's only five, six o'clock at at Mm. night here. Mm. So that has done, has taken a physical toll on how I've been able to manage my business, Mm. you know? And so in the crossover period, I've been in Dubai a year now, you know, that crossover period of just trying to figure out Am I really going all in on Dubai or am I still going to, you know, you just kind of testing the waters because I still need to close here and I still need to grow here. So that sacrifice of really being up sometimes 17, 18 hours a day to pursue this dream, taking this flight, you know what I'm saying? This flight is no joke, Mm, you know, and what that does to your body in different time zones and the people that I have to leave behind, you know, where I used to be able to talk to my mother every day. Sometimes it may go four or five days and I look up and I'm like, oh yeah, because we're literally night and day so having those relationships being strained you know being in a new place where I am pioneering as a black woman and a woman in a male-dominated area you know and although there's pros and cons to everything like I love it because it's less competition for women Mm -hmm. right because most of the women that are local don't work so that gives me an opportunity as a businesswoman to stand out but at the same time When it comes to conducting business, sometimes there's an insecurity there or a difference in culture there that can block certain conversations that I may feel more comfortable with having in America. So you have to adjust and learn their culture. Mm. You know, it's been a learning curve Right because you don't want to be offensive right. and, and I also I don't want to be disrespectful To their culture and and I think Americans have to learn to stop trying to Americanize Everything mm-hmm. yeah. you know what I'm saying like, What do you mean when you say that What I mean is imposing our thoughts our Our vibes our values Of what our constitution says into mm. Another country on yeah. another continent that they Don't necessarily have to have the same Values yeah. and rules and things like that You know what I'm saying so for example I'll just Have a transparent moment one of the challenges that I faced early on was that I was a single mom. I've never been married. And I didn't I in order to obtain my residency visa, I needed to provide a marriage certificate or a divorce decree. Mm. You know, obviously I got it done, but I had to deal with a workaround in order to get that done. But I could have taken that offensively. I could have been like, oh well, you know, you you don't want single moms in your country. You know what I'm saying? And that could have turned me off from my vision. Right. Instead, I took it as, you know what? I respect that they value family. Mm. I respect that having a husband at the time of birth is an important value for them. And I looked at it from that perspective. I'm like, wow, I wish that we took it more seriously. Mm. Because raising a child alone, its nothing cute about it. Right. I don't care how they make the internet say, I don't need a man. I need a man.
3: Mm-hmm. You know
0: what I'm saying? It's you important. got a man? So... Men are important. <laughs> I'm you know, a, like a sharp left. That's, that's
1: like, that's like hey, a sharp left. I just felt like I, 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 I need, just the 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 you I I need just a man. So, what do you already got a man? Like people, people,
0: people out there want to know. about money.
1: Look, it's right there in the chat.
2: We looking at the chat.
0: There they are, right
1: there. I see them.
0: We live chat. Ash cash, this is some good water. So,
3: about this water.
1: <laughs> natural, that, natural. So I am dating.
3: What? 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 She were, she what was one of the one, one of the biggest situ- situations where you said, "Man, I didn't know the culture was like this." Like mm-hmm. you did something, mm-hmm. not saw it. You actually did something. It was like, "Oh, we don't do that here." Yeah,
0: we shouldn't do that. Mm. Uh, that's a good question. Um, so culturally, you don't want to touch or hug a male emirati yeah someone who's local unless they give you permission to do so mm-hmm. i'm from the south i'm country I, we're huggers here you know it's my natural instinct to meet you and like ah so i got A rude awakening, you know, one time when that particular thing came, when he didn't want to be touched. So, you know, things like that are, there's differences in how you engage with the opposite sex in that culture. So that was something that was a shock. And then the experience I just mentioned, I think those were two of the biggest, like, oh, shoot, realizations, like, oh, you're not at home. Mm. You know, this is different, this is the rules, and this is what you need to abide by.
1: And How how has your, like, your son uh, Mm -hmm. adjusted, right? Because, again... You know, it's one thing if, you you know, he's two, three years old. But this is a teenager who's being, um, who's going to a whole nother country. Yes. Like, not even, like... Not another, you know what I mean? Not another yes. state, yes. but a whole other country. Like, how has mm-hmm. how that trans- transition been fair?
0: So, it was a successful year. Mm. And I say was because I want to be transparent. Like, I hate these podcasts when they just don't tell the truth. Like, just yeah, be real. real. So, I'm, I'm going through something right now. Mm. Like, it's heavy on me because it literally just happened. Mm. So, my son has really enjoyed being in Dubai. You know, for the past year, we have learned a lot. We've grown a lot. He was the only black American boy in his school. He had to have different, you know, friends and learn different things. You know, they're teaching him Arabic, French. Like, he's really having an international experience. Mm -hmm. We came back to Atlanta to visit. His dad came to pick him up. And then he mentioned to him that he would like to keep him for a year. Mm. You know, my son is now 14, about to be 15. And he's never had that experience. Mm. You know, So it's just been me and him as far as being raised, you know what I'm saying, for the most part. And so for me, me and him haven't been together in that way since Destin was born. So it's never been like a back and forth. So we don't really have a really close relationship right. at this particular stage or over the course of Destin's life. And so it caught me off guard. Mm. I was not thinking that this conversation was happening. I really didn't even think that it would, it was even an opportunity or an option for me you know and so, he's so when he's never
3: sorry for jumping i want yeah. to get clarity something yeah so he's never spent a year where he had his son with him for a year was never a, never never okay so
0: their relationship was very spontaneous right. you know it's kind of like when i have time i'll get you it's kind of like one of those situations it was never a consistent schedule right. in which they and had a georgia. strong bond he's in georgia okay. you know where they had a strong bond or anything like that you know it was it was a Situation where I was begged for him to be in his life, you know, at a certain point. And I think, like, over the last two years, I kind of just, like, released it. Mm. And, um, like I said, he would still come around, just wasn't consistent. So it's not that he doesn't know him, but they've never had that much time. And so for Destin, as a young boy, I think he's looking at it as, like, this is a missing piece, Mm. you know what I'm saying, to a puzzle that I didn't know that I needed. Or Mm. I didn't even know that I was wanted in that way. Mm. So to hear him tell him that out loud and say, I want you, I feel like that made him feel like obligated or even not obligated, but like it feels something that I can't feel. And I'm never saying, like, I don't like when people tell me Happy Father's Day, I'm not a father. Mm. You know what I'm saying? It's like I understand there's a difference between men and women. Mm. And he's at a pivotal age now where I can't reach him you know what I'm saying, in certain aspects of his life. I've tried the wet dream conversation, and it went left, and it was not. You know what I'm saying? I, I don't know how to approach it correctly. I don't know what questions to ask. I don't know what he's going through, and I can't act like I do. So as a woman and as a mother, I had to make the tough decision to say, like, and I'm about to get emotional because I'm um, like, this is my hope. <laughs> Wait.
3: It's all right. So is it you letting him stay? That's the emotional side of it? It's the separate. Like,
0: this is what we have our thing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's the comfort. And I live on the other side of the world. Now I'm going back alone.
2: Right. So you made a
0: decision you said yes. We said yes. We all had a conversation together and finalized it. He started school this week. Wow. And... Wow. Um... I'm in shock still, honestly, because I'm like, what the right. hell just happened? Right. You know, it was like everything was fine, and then now your world, but that's life, right? right? But I don't want my son to resent me if I don't give him the opportunity yeah. to be with his father, that's, uh, regardless that's of what we went
2: through. That's powerful, and that's growth, and that's an example to a lot of people, but how did that happen? Like, how did you make that? Because that couldn't have been taken lightly or an easy decision or it couldn't have been like something that you just openly just said okay so how did it come to the part where you decided to release in that moment
0: so it was all organic none of this was planned like i haven't even talked to his father all year mm. you know on the phone we wow. haven't had any conversation you know what i'm saying he we came to atlanta to visit for InvestFest. i brought my son with me because he starts school later in dubai than they start in the states So i brought him here we've been here and so he actually gave me a ride to an event that I was going to and during that time that car ride and that conversation which we haven't even been in the same vehicle or vicinity in years, you know what I'm saying, for 30 minutes. It was a 30 minute ride. And in that conversation, I guess he felt compelled to tell me what he's been feeling. Mm -hmm. And he said that, you know, it's something I've been wanting this is a short version, something I've been wanting to ask you which is i want to keep Destin for a year mm. so my son is in the does back Do you have seat.
1: other kids or just he does okay. so my
0: son has a brother here mm. and that you know they're very close And that year apart was hard for him mm. you know what i'm saying and so that's a whole nother situation but him and his brother are the same age mm. you know so that was a whole nother situation wow. that we went through yes that we went through mm. in college where we were pregnant at the same time mm. wow you know so I have had to get over that over the years, and I treat him like he's my own. Oh, yeah. So they were that's why I say when they're very close, like from the point where he would come to my house when I lived in Atlanta and stay and spend the night, like it's no difference to me, yeah. you know, because he's not at fault in this situation. So right. they became very close. So when I pulled him away, he missed his brother. Mm. Because again, it's an eight, nine hour difference. Right. So they weren't able to talk as much. So when coming here and visiting and then hearing your dad say, I want you for something you never heard your whole life, right. you know. What can I say? Money can't change that. I can't buy you out of how you feel. I can't say, oh, well, it's it's glitz and grammar here. Why would you want to go back to, you know, this? And it's not even about that, you know, because he needs to know the other side of who he is. I don't want to be years later felt, you know, guilty for not allowing him to have that experience, whether it's good or bad. He needs to know what that side is. I don't want him to have daddy issues because I'm stuck Mm. on the past.
1: Yeah.
2: That's powerful. So does that that cause you any kind of pause in your vision or does it keep it moving forward? I mean, obviously, you're in Dubai, you're on the other side of the world, you're doing big things, you're selling houses, I'm seeing a success. Mm -hmm. But I got to imagine that causes you to be like, do I take a pause? Like, have you thought about that?
0: You know, I use like the Beyonce method. She gives herself only three days to grieve. And she right back to it. You know what I'm saying? Like, and obviously you still think about it. You still whatever, but I can't let this stop the vision. Mm. You know what I'm saying? If anything, this has freed me up more time to be able to focus on the vision. Mm. So I have no excuse not to put out content, no excuse not to do everything that I've seen myself doing or want to do. You know, now I can take meetings more often or I don't have to turn mm-hmm. things down. So I'm like, you know what? It's a gift at the same time because he took them at a moment where my career career is starting to elevate even Mm. higher. So there's always, you know, a silver lining, even though it's hard, it's very difficult. Even I'm like, oh shit, my mascara. Mm. Oh God. It's extremely difficult. But it's bigger than me. And it's like, you know, I want this message to be for women out there that may be going through a similar situation. Like Mm. your son needs their father. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Don't matter what you went through. I just expressed that I went through a situation where he got another woman pregnant. And there are women who will hold much less. They will hold much less against the man. You missed him a pickup one time and now he can't see his son for a year. You know, stop doing that. At the end of the day, we are mothers. Mm. You know what I'm saying? As a mother, you do what's best for your child. Mm. Stop being so selfish and doing what makes you feel better Mm. or feel like you got, you know, a one up on him. Cause it, and it's not easy. Trust me. You know what I'm saying. I have been through so much hell with this man. Mm-hmm. But I love my son more than I loved our circumstances. Wow. You know, and so that's what it is. It's not about me. It's not about our past. It's not about our history. That's why people gotta heal from these relationships.
3: Mm-hmm. Is there a part of you that does feel good or mm-hmm. excited that your son? Wants to be in this space With his dad Like outside of how you feel Mm -hmm. Is there something you're going You know what He needs this Because Mm -hmm. he's missing this And now this will help him Grow and mature Into that man That you see your son Actually becoming And not missing a component That you think he might be missing
0: You know God's timing is so profound Mm -hmm. Because I do this thing Every month Called the CEO On a group chat Every first Sunday of the month Mm -hmm. And last month it's, it's literally just a mental health check-in. It's free call. People hop on. We just talk about our issues from, you know, what's your favorite recipe all the way to have you ever thought about committing suicide? Mm-hmm. And I'm very transparent on these calls. I don't ever post them. It's kind of like if you know, you know. I post a flyer. You get on the call. Then you find out what it is. You know, it's like a secret society almost. But I do that because we all have so much on us. Social media makes us think that, you know, everybody's life is so perfect. Mm-hmm. It's so beautiful. But we, always, we all go through things. So my vulnerable moment on a call last month was about my experience having conversations with him about growing up Mm -hmm. and dating and women and sexual desires, you know. And as much as we don't want to think about our kids in that light, he's of age, he's coming of age where I have to start having these hard conversations. And he was clamming up on me. It was like I couldn't get through. I couldn't, I didn't feel like the conversation was successful. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And so I'm like, it's guys on the call. I'm asking for their advice. What can I do? And they're giving me their advice. But it really just hit home that like he needs his father. Wow. Like, its I can't read a book on this. You know, I will never know what it feels like to be a man. I'm not trying to. Mm-hmm. So when you say happiness, I'm happy that he'll be able to have those conversations and get it off. Because he needs that. And he deserves that. He deserves an opportunity to know who his father is. And, and his father needs this opportunity to grow up. Yeah.
2: Yeah. That's good. Wow. wow. That's growth. That's growth.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, there's so many men who, I know you speaking to the women, Mm -hmm. but there's actually so many men who are afraid to attempt to have a relationship
1: Mm -hmm. with
2: their child. They feel like too much time has went by. They feel like they can't, um, so a lot of times they feel like, um, too much time has went by or, Mm -hmm. or they couldn't fight for it. Or Mm -hmm. a lot of times like the woman who didn't have the man around talk so bad about the father Mm. during the time they wasn't together that a lot of times when the son or daughter do want to get to know their father more, Mm. they've been painted such an evil way that the dad is afraid to have a relationship with him because of that. So Mm
1: -hmm.
2: how did you orchestrate that? Like throughout the years, Mm -hmm. I mean like obviously y'all had a situation, y'all had a history yeah. Did you still look to paint the dad in a neutral or positive light throughout the time? And, like, what is your message to fathers out there who, who are afraid to be involved?
0: Mm-hmm. That's really good. I believe that the only reason he was willing to open up to me this far along is because I never painted him out to be a monster in front of my son. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, and he knows that. And one of my proudest moments is that I can honestly stand on, I have never made it difficult for you to be in your son's life. That's something I can take to the bank. He knows it. You know, my son knows it. I have always let it be an open door. If I change my number, I will text him. I will say, this is my new number. You know, if I move, this is my new address. Destin has a phone. This is Destin's number. I've always made that door open to him. And I think that now he's finally like, you know what? I need to step up. Mm -hmm. And I can't give him that rejection because I know that if I do, it's going to affect Destin. Mm -hmm. So I think that my message to women is one, don't allow your feelings to get in the way of what your child needs. Mm-hmm. You know, so just as important as you feeding them good food and mm-hmm. you being in their life and you showing up, their mental health is just as important. And that part really affects their mental health. Yeah. So you have to be open to that and having that conversation. Mm-hmm. And to the fathers, it's like, it's never too late. Like, don't give up until your dying bed. You are that child's father. Yeah. So you should not stop. Wanting to be in that child's life because you never know. There's always these small, intricate moments that can be life changing. So even if that relationship started when that child was 30, Mm. you could have saved him from whatever thoughts he may have had, whatever issues he may have had. That child will need you for the rest of their life. Just because you're an infant up to an adult, I will always love my mom. No matter. You never get too old for your parents. You know, so cherishing every time and moment that you have with your parents is important at every stage, yeah, so just try and don't stop
2: well i'm I'm super glad you did that like I know my mom she never knew who her father was
0: mm-hmm.
2: um, she went to um remember jenny Jenny Jones mm. uh, oh, yeah. I think it's her name and, and even oprah wow. um, they all like my mom wrote all those shows, and some of them wrote her back, like Oprah's publishing team literally. Wanted to bring her on the show mm. um, because they wanted to go on the search. And they couldn't find it. That was like before like 23 Me and all of that stuff mm-hmm. was out. And my grandmother would never tell my mom who mm. her father was. Wow. And um, on her deathbed, um, she was trying to tell her who her father was on her last breath. And she died. Ugh. So just imagine that, like living with that. And um, so my mom finally, you know, took all the tests down the line. She went to go see mm-hmm. readers and all of that, and she she found out somebody who is supposed supposed to by test or whatever to mm-hmm. be her dad. But um, the fam- but it was a it was an older guy, mm-hmm. um, Jewish. My grandmother Nigerian. So who oh, knows the wow. story? Who knows mm-hmm. the story behind that? Yeah. But um, but he had died. He had recently died. No, And the family, they did, because he was married for years. So the family did not want to have this as their father's story. So Mm -hmm. they, like, cut my uh, mother off. They didn't want her um, knowing anything. So to experience that in myself personally, my dad has never been around, Mm -hmm. you know, in my life. So he attempted to, he had been in jail pretty much my whole life. Mm -hmm. So he attempted to um, get back. And But I think I was like seventeen, no the first time I was like ten, mm-hmm. and then um when my mom, even knowing everything that was that was done mm-hmm. because of her situation, she was like, "I'm gonna have you meet your dad wow, and she took me um took me there, and at the time he was you know he had got of jail, he was so focused on trying to get with my mom, and I'm sitting on the couch just like.
0: Thought this was about me. like I'm
2: trying to leave, you know, like what the heck is this about? Mm-hmm. The second time, um, that she was attempting to get me to see him, he was he had began to write me 17 years old, and um, he was in jail again. Oh. But uh, I was gonna go, I remember I got on a by state bus to go down and visit him mm-hmm. in jail, and um, and my name went on the list, and I didn't hear from him again wow. for, for for years after that. Um, so I think when I was 25, he had called me randomly and I spoke with him or whatever, but you know, it was to ask me for money. But still, even though I, the relationship never got on track, I'm still glad it was still like a certain peace knowing that I got to at least know who he was, even though I wasn't happy with the results, Mm. but I at least got a chance to talk to him. Wow. You know what I'm saying? And slightly build some kind of relationship. I talked to him on the phone a couple of times and it started with me forgiveness and people don't realize the type of men- mental that people deal with by yeah. not having their dad yeah. around at all, mm-hmm. you know? So I just want to salute you on, um, Thank you. allowing that to happen. Like as a mom, and sacrificing your own feelings and your own thoughts. And this is the person you've been with mm-hmm. all of this time, building this relationship with, mm-hmm. being close, having him saying, Mom, like when you come home every day, mm-hmm. calling you every day, to imagine the thought process of, of, of going back without somebody who yes. you're used to being with, that release that you've had, is I think that is more so of your of your message to the nation, even than you're out of out of the country real estate, because there are people who you are going to free
0: from the
1: decisions that you made.
0: I appreciate that.
1: So thank you. No, 100%. How how do you, you know, how do you now navigate, right, Mm -hmm. Um, going back to a, you know, a foreign country still, right? Mm -hmm. Because even though, you know, you've been there for a year, you're building a a business, it's Mm -hmm. still new. Mm -hmm. It's still a foreign country. Mm -hmm. There's still... um, things that you have to learn mm-hmm. um, you know There's, there's a you know some comfort right even if you know even if you're you know even if it's a child there's yes. still some comfort cuz that's your everything that's your family right how do you now navigate going back you know i don't know if you thought about that yet but like now you're going back and it's yes. just, just you yeah.
0: I'm, like, like I don't even know. I feel like I hope I don't break down on the plane. Like, yeah. I'm trying not to be weird yeah. on the plane. I, I'm just thinking about all that. Mm-hmm. I think it's really going to hit me when I go to the house and it's, like, so quiet. Yeah. Because Destin, I've really raised him to be such a nurturer, you know what I'm saying, from the perspective of, like, he really caters to me. Like, if my light is on, he comes and turns it off. Like, if my lampshades are up, like, he comes and brings them down. Like, he opens all my doors. Like, he's such a gentle spirit. And when I'm stressed, we know each other. So, it's like, he'll just come give me a hug. Mm-hmm. So, it's like certain moments where I feel like we have our routine. I've taught him how to cook. And you know what I'm saying? But it's just like, it's just now time, my time to pass the baton. And it's temporary. We need to make sure that's on record. You right. keep my baby back, you know what I'm saying But, yeah. you know, I um, even if it's longer than I guess what we expect, I still have to go off of his flow. Yeah. You know, I have to also respect his decision because he's old enough to know what he wants. Yeah. Mm. And so I'm just really just trying to honor him and also just walk into this new phase. You know, our story is never, never what we think it's going to be. I didn't come here expecting that. I'm really thinking, like, why the hell didn't I just call my own Uber that day? Yeah. <laughs> why
3: did I get oh, in this car? Kind
2: of or did I, did I really have to come? Did back I to really Atlanta need to holiday? go down
3: to the South Side? You, <laughs> you know, know, it's going to be a great thing about this moment. Your son will see the grace that you have. Mm-hmm. Your son will be able to now. Because he might have had thoughts within himself. Like, right. How do I ask my mother, I want to see my dad knowing what he's done to her. Mm. Mm. He might have always wanted to say that, mm. not knowing what kind of answer. How I would react. But now he sees, mm-hmm. this is another layer of you, but yeah. he's going to miss that. Yeah. He's going to want to talk to you about that. Mm-hmm. So, like, it, to yes. me, you're shining. And he's going you shining. All you got to do is keep shining. Like You're Thank good you. money. Thank He's you. going to
2: thank you yes. like, for this moment.
3: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. So mm-hmm. you you see it one way, but you literally, like, your yes, son might have seen all the, all the different versions of you and be like, I know my mother like the back of my hand. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Guess what? He looked at the back of his hand and said, yo, there's some, some spaces layer. I this. <laughs> yes, literally. I appreciate so you that.
0: Y'all making me feel so much better. Y'all. I'm like, I, I'm sorry, podcast is all emotional, but I'm just like, no, you uh, you <laughs> I'm a wreck right you know, now. Hopefully
2: <laughs> your son sees this one day. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's, part of, it's part of the legacy mm-hmm. that he can leave with his family
0: yeah.
2: one day on, um, and the person who he marries one day yeah. um, in, as an example, mm-hmm. you know what I mean, of, of, how, of how families should be. So that's, that's touching. That, that's very touching for me. So I uh, didn't know we was going to go in that direction, but it was a great, no, direction, great direction to go in. What do, you want, what do you want the world to know about Denise? Tell us about the movement that Mm -hmm. that you're conjuring up and um, and how you want to include others and others into that movement
0: you know i think for me my legacy and what's important is just showing people that the you know the impossible is possible You know, I've been a pioneer since I got into the real estate game from even starting my real estate brokerage in 2018 Mm -hmm. when there weren't black women or just young people or black, really many black brokers owning a real estate company. That wasn't even something that people thought about. Most people had their own team. They would still work for a big franchise. They never went independent. You know, I know a lot of top producing agents that still haven't broke out of that franchise model, Mm -hmm. you know, because of whatever reasons, you know, but um, I did that at 30. You know, Mm. most people in real estate game, they're not doing that, Mm. you know, so that started there. And then just deciding, like, you know what, I'm not going to stop there. I don't care where I'm from. This doesn't define me. If I have a vision, if I have goals, if I know that, you know, if I work hard enough, it can be attained. Like, I want to show you, you can come from Hinesville, Georgia. You can be a single mother with no help, Mm -hmm. you know, and you can still go after it. You Mm -hmm. know, because oftentimes we allow so many excuses. One of my favorite quotes is you can't deposit excuses. I Mm -hmm. said that on Inside the Vault years ago. Mm -hmm. I live by that. You know what I'm saying? And so because of that, I want people to look at me and just know that the impossible is possible. It literally says it in the word. And that's another quote, you know. But I just feel like, listen, don't stop. Mm -hmm. Like every day just keep focused on the vision like even with this you know it's just one of them uh, moments but you have to just pivot and keep focused so yeah that's what I would say
3: that's good <laughs> yeah.
1: and that and and you know I, I'm glad that you said that because that's one of the them things right in real time yeah people get to see um sort of like the pivot right because yes. a lot of times people come on podcast and they share their stories not necessarily after they've triumph through yeah. them it's like it's like yo you know like they they they've been through it mm-hmm. they could go back in hindsight this is how it is yeah but this is this, this is, a, is a, fresh. a pivot it's fresh this is a pivot that's yes. happening now that's you know that you just got the news like yes. right? so like breaking news but then also um like 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 I can only imagine sort of you know again that like making that decision right Mm -hmm. making a life-changing decision Mm -hmm. and within the life-changing decision a life-changing decision (laughs) yes (laughs) yes it's like Like, it's like a layer like it's like yo, like to 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 make this life-changing decision and and say all right bet it's not that bad all right we good but then it's like, oh, yeah. but and wait, it's more. <laughs> yeah, and think that I'm
0: like I'm like pulling you up. I'm pulling you into something better. Like you're right. in this international lifestyle. Right. You're going to be in the third safest place to live in the world. Mm. You're seeing all the glitz and glam. You wake up to see yachts every day. We got right. Florida ceiling windows. You're in this high ride. Like I'm giving you the life that wow. I feel like I wish I could have had. Right. And you look at me and you say, I don't want that right now.
2: Wow.
0: It's not what I want right
2: now. Because I know part of your decision-making process on where you were going to live was Was, the school district. Was
0: the school district, was him, you know, just seeing a lifestyle, you know, that I didn't want him to feel like he had any barriers to entry. We're all black here, right? But it took me so long to feel like I was comfortable enough to do business with other races. Mm. Because when you only see that, when you're only around that, and Mm. I want him at a young age to know, don't, cap yourself in one market you know and that goes for any race if you only work with your race you're going to reach a cap you have to learn how to blend it you learn have to learn how to work together and I just don't want him to feel that insecurity he didn't belong because we've been taught so much that you know we got to get it out the mud we got to do this I'm like son you don't have to get Mm. it out the mud my feet were in the mud so yours don't have to be Mm. Wow. You know what I'm saying? And so I just want you to see that this is possible and you take the baton and you go from here. Wow. So for him to say, you know what? Thank you for the baton, but I'm going to put it in the safe. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to come back and get this. It, it It's a like blow to my ego mm. a little bit. A little you know bit, what I'm yeah. saying? i will just being transparent. But it's a blow mm. to the vision I have for his right. life. Yeah. You know, because I'm like, as a mom, I'm doing what's best for mm. you. Mm. But at the same time, it's just like, you got to also know, and do what's best for you too. You're responsible for your decisions. It's like I'm eating my words because these are the things that I tell him. The decisions that you make, you're responsible for. Don't come here telling me what somebody told you you were supposed to do. You're a leader, not a follower. So if he's coming to me and he's like, mom, I made this decision and I'm teaching you how to be a decision maker. Mm. But then I take your decision making powers away at my convenience. Mm. Did my education or knowledge to you even matter? You know, that's, so that's I'm one,
2: trusting him. That's one thing about about what I know about you. You you always always have, from what I've known you to be, is this independent,
0: mm-hmm. free
2: spirit that can't be contained <laughs> in a box, right? Mm-hmm. And it's funny. It's just like how life is. And now you got your son is having his He's having free spirit moment, yes. right? And it's like that's who you are. Yeah, it is you who are I the am. free spirit that, do, that does things that others won't, mm-hmm. you know, will look at and be like, I wish I could make that decision. Yeah. I wish I could be bold. Yeah. So it's it's kinda like a full circle. It is. Which which just makes it hard to believe that, you know, that you were ever like you told me about a relationship you were in where it was a super religious mm-hmm. situation where you yeah. were like in a box. I, I can't imagine you being in any box. I that's, know.
0: I am like, I need to be free.
2: <laughs> right, right. That's crazy. Storm, <laughs>
0: don't I gotta be free. Look, Storm <laughs> I to be Free <laughs> Storm is like, she know how to party. <laughs> she. Know-
3: I Witnessed. It. <laughs> so you witnessed. Yeah, she was in a cage before. <laughs> uh, she free from the it. cage. Huh? She's yeah. a free bird now. I see that new All new right. feathers coming in. <laughs>
2: so so we like to do do we like to do this thing in the podcast mm-hmm. um, called um, Gems mm-hmm. of the Day. Okay, and basically a gem of the day is we attempt to keep it. I say attempt to. Okay. Sixty seconds. Or less. Sometimes mm-hmm. Ash does about ten minutes. Oh, we try to keep it. <laughs> Abundance is your birthright. No, get it, it, this it, money. Yeah, we, we Write we this book. First. It depends it on, it, you get on it depends channel, who right? put the motion. <laughs> right, right. We you we, we only guys. go. We switch. We switch. <laughs> but um, but, but we all end with each one of us doing okay. a gym of the day, um, on something we want to lead people with, and we try to keep it as like a sixty-second highlight reel or something like that. So, um, so I get to pick the first person that's gonna go. Uh-oh. I'm going to pick Storm, Storm to get us started. I'm
3: looking over here like.
2: (laughs) 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 They caught me off guard last time and picked me.
3: Jim of today for today is you may see your future within someone else, Mm -hmm. but in actuality, they never saw the future you saw. Mm. Their future was always a question mark where you created a period. Their future isn't decided. Yours isn't even decided. Mm-hmm. So guess what? You will both meet at a mutual point when you both realize that our destinies were never ours to make the decision of where we end up. Mm. But the point is, you will never end up apart. Mm. Mm. Mm.
0: Mm. Bars! Bars. Big, bars, big bars.
1: big bars. Second one better than the first. That's it. That's he said rough draft, um, final draft. <laughs> I mean, my gym, my my gem of the day is very very simple. Um, you know, they what, what they say, God laughs at your plans. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, and everybody, you know, when you listen to uh, Denise's journey, when you understand uh, the vision that God gives you, sometimes you don't necessarily know um, how that vision is going to be fulfilled. Mm-hmm. Um, and and so you may you know be thinking that you're making a decision uh, that's best for you. But God knows best, right? Mm -hmm. And so you have to understand that if you're gonna trust in this vision, and you're and you're saying, okay, you see everything, I'm gonna allow you to guide me. Then you're gonna have to kind of go with the flow of that guidance. Um, Don't don't ask for something, Mm -hmm. and then when Mm -hmm. you are being delivered what you asked for, uh, you start to retreat and say, you know what? Nah, Mm -hmm. God, I wanted it this way. Mm -hmm. You have to trust. Uh, that, that everything, the good, yeah. the bad, the ugly, even the things you don't understand, all things are working for your greater good. Um, and you will always, you know, God, you know, God wants to see you prosper. God wants you to, you know, get on your path to prosperity. So mm-hmm. as you are on that path, just follow and everything will mm. be all right. Mm. It's good.
0: I got to go last.
1: Yes, yeah. ma'am. So, so
3: No pressure.
2: Ready. No pressure. <laughs> so life is bigger than you. Mm -hmm. I know that we have our plans, we have the ways, we have the orders or the steps that we wanna take, but always we have to remember that life is bigger than you. Sometimes you have that ram in a bush moment, where it's that moment in your life where you sit with a decision that you have to make, where you can go in either direction, and God is just waiting to see if you would do the right thing, because there's a whole world that he wants to open up for you. There's a whole new opportunity that he wants to open up for you, but first he has to see Will you be obedient first? Mm. Obedience is better than sacrifice. And when we hit that moment and we make the right decision and we look back at it, we can look at an entire 360 angle and say, because of that decision, this opportunity came and I was able to I was able to talk to millions of people Mm -hmm. around the world because I made that decision. This person who was involved in that decision got to see these opportunities that wouldn't have happened had I not made that decision. So when you hit with that decision, yeah, go ahead, cry, grieve it out, know that you could have took either way. But in two years, three years, five years down the line, when you look back, I want you to smile and remember that moment that you chose to be obedient. Mm,
0: Those are really good. Bars! Those are really, really good. No
1: pressure. Yes, sir. No pressure.
0: So I just want to ask you guys a question. And that question is, what is your why? Why?
3: Mm.
0: When people ask you, What is your why? you get this warm and fuzzy feeling inside. You're like, Oh, my legacy, my why. Oh, I'm so excited, success, blah, blah, blah. But truly, with your why, what is your sacrifice? Mm. Because to get to the why, you have to go through the fire. Mm. And oftentimes we avoid the fire because we stop right there at that comfort zone. We stop right there where it feels good. It's like, Oh, I'm on top of the world. But my sacrifice is to stick to my vision, even though. I may not necessarily know what's going to happen with my son Mm. i could abort mission and i could say you know what my son is in atlanta i need to come back to atlanta Mm. sometimes we take those things and say oh that's a sign from god i need to come back because Mm. it's easier for me to go back to what's familiar Mm. but i'm gonna push past this moment i'm gonna stick to my vision Mm. i'm gonna go back to dubai alone because sometimes your sacrifice requires you to be alone Mm. and if you're not willing to walk alone You're going to have a lot of lonely days because the people that you're trying to take with you, half of them don't care about you for real anyway. So I just want to say whatever God has placed in your heart to do, go after it, even when it's uncomfortable, even when you don't have all the finances, even when you feel like you are exhausted because I have so many days where I'm tired, but your goals and your bank account don't care how you feel. And so I'm so proud and thankful for this opportunity to have you all here. I've been. This is the most emotional I've ever been on a public stage, and I appreciate this moment. And I hope that it was helpful to anybody that's going through a similar situation. And I
3: thank y'all. Wow. Come through with the come through, okay?
2: Came through.
3: As with the fine print,
1: man. Right. So uh, don't forget Path to Prosperity Conference as you go out. All right. So like he said, the Path to Prosperity Conference. <laughs> uh, make sure you go to pathtoprosperityconference.com. Um, powerful Just episode Just gentle reminder Denise Williams AKA Denise the Broker uh, What's the name You have a, you have a book out as well? I do
0: Actually Cash, Cash is the What's one who got plan. me to I'm write plan. my book. Back in we the day. We spent in the not gathering spot for Look. hours
1: and days. Uh, back, in the, back in the day. He is responsible. Uh, before, before before social media. was Before all of that. You feel
0: me? You know, he helped me to create my book, which is From Broke to Broker. Ooh. Yes. Bars! My book is hey, <laughs> From Broke to yes. Broker. Oh, bro. From oh, Broke to Broker. That's a yes. bar. Yes. That's yes, a yes. alone is a bar. Shit. Yes, so I am so thankful, Ash Yes. so if you want that book, go to my website DeniseTheBroker.com You can follow me on all platforms At DeniseTheBroker, that's YouTube, TikTok, Instagram, LinkedIn Woo, follow me on all of those things And so I'm so happy to have been here today Y'all yes. just don't know how much this blessed me Let's go, y'all
1: oh. The Path to Prosperity Podcast Where we help you make, manage, and multiply your money Listen, meet us in Atlanta October yes. 27th to the 29th I mean I mean you may you may see a surprise guest in the building <laughs> straight international who earns currencies in, in curren- different currencies yeah. you know what yeah. I'm saying <laughs> October 27th to the 29th path to prosperity conference yes. make sure you uh, subscribe to us the path dot show.com mm-hmm. we'll see you next time every Wednesday 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time tell a friend to tell a friend and yes. remember to do what y'all Always seek knowledge.